It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, bonjour. Bonsoir Angie Taylor, bonsoir la belle Angie Taylor. Comment, oh. comment ça va? Very well. Como se va, How are Simon? You? Yes. How are you, Simon? I'm good. Very good. I had a good day. Good. Yeah, I chilled out, read, I do some knitting. You did some knitting? Yeah. Are you making me a sweater? I, I, well, it's, a blankie? It's, it's in cotton. It's cotton? Yeah. Huh. Panties? A... Are you making me some pantalones? <laughs> <laughs> no. I like a nice cotton no, panty. Uh, no, no, just a black little t-shirt for you. That would be hilarious if Simon was knitting. Wouldn't it be funny? Oh, I hope I live to see the day. And uh, also, <laughs> you know, you should do that on your TV show. We'll watch you knit should, should I be while you're asking questions on In Bed with Simon. Yes, on, on FYI. That would be funny. That would now, be. Well, yeah, I don't know. What would you think if you saw a guy on a bed inside uh, inside a mall? Knitting? on a bed alone? Well, that's a big turn on for me. Is that if a I big ever, turn on? When I see a guy knitting, it's like, ooh, let me have some of that. When no. was the last time you saw a man knitting? <laughs> I've never seen a man knit. I've never seen a man knitting either. But I imagine it would be like the new hipster thing for guys to do is sit around and knit with their handlebar mustache and I'm, coffee. I might start the trend. There you go. You'd yeah. be a trendsetter. Mm-hmm. If you have never seen In Bed With Simon, he does not knit on that show, <laughs> no. but he does dish out love, relationship, sex advice, and it's on the FYI channel. Check the latest episodes. One is called, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Should I Stay and, or Should I Go? I mean, all those questions we've asked the couples, it's tr- hilarious. Yeah. Don't miss it. It'll be on tomorrow night on the FYI channel. If you miss yeah. any of the episodes as well, you can check them out on our website, simonandangie.com. Simon, when we come back, I'm going to ask you a question okay. about... Wedding rings, keeping them on after the relationship Ah. ends. Let's talk about that on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Give us a call. We are taking all your calls on if you need advice, love, relationships, dating, sex, romance, you name it. Mm -hmm. Simon and I are here to answer your questions. 855-905-8255. I have a question for you, Simon. Sure. So you know who Mel B is from the Spice Girls, okay? She's on uh, America's Got Talent as well. So she's been separated since December and she's still walking around wearing her seven-carat diamond ring. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because it's just a really huge, fancy piece of jewelry? Or is it because the divorce isn't final yet? Or you think she's still hanging on? I'm wondering because I, I've seen people do this before where mm-hmm. the, the divorce has happened even. And they're still walking around with their wedding ring on. Is that, do you think, an emotional thing? What do you think that, that could be about? If you were dating a woman and she was still wearing her wedding ring... What would you think? Well, I would think she's still kind of attached to the guy, and she is because, you know, it takes a while to detach yourself when you've been right for a while. Also, it's a seven carats ring. That's what I'm thinking. So it's a lot of bling. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge chunk of ring to just stick in a drawer somewhere and never wear it again. I would still want to wear it, I guess. Or should you want to sell it? And get the cash from the bling. Yeah. And then, you know. Buy yourself a new single I, girl pad. Yeah. Some, <laughs> yeah. Imagine seven carats, how much that worth. Yeah. Uh, but if you're a guy and I've been there and you go on a date with a woman who still wears her wedding ring, mm-hmm. so it's a big turn off. You, a, I'm you sure. Worry. Because that you're looking at that the whole time thinking, uh, I'm it's, on a date with a married woman when, even because, though she's not, like mentally, maybe she is. It's the symbol of we're going to be together forever, right? That's why it's round. And then, so the idea that you still have it on 
you hold on to the wish maybe it's, you know. You're holding on to something. The what wish if, that you might go back or it might, you know, what repair. Do you, what if you're just separated? Is it okay to still wear your ring? Because you're not officially divorced yet. I mean, by, by I don't know, in the eyes of, if you believe in the eyes of God or whatever, you're still married until mm-hmm. it's over, it's over, whatever. But do you think that's okay it all depends on the image you want to project. If you want to find a new guy, take off the ring. I know some girls that wear rings when they're dating, like out in clubs and stuff, because they don't want men to hit on them. Well, and that's a good self-protection. It's, you know, it's, a, it's like a bulletproof vest. So it's a, it's a love-proof uh, vest. Do you think that's a real deterrent, though, for men? Because I, yeah. wear, I, wear an engage, or I wear my wedding ring, and I still get hit on by men. They don't care. Some guys don't care. Well, they should care. I, so it's interesting because, of course, I don't know that. So your experience is more important than, than my vision on this one. So that, you... that reminds me. I have to tell you this story real quick. Um, I was shopping. My husband and I were coming up on our uh, sixth wedding anniversary. So I was shopping in a store for him the other day. Yeah. And this man comes up to me and he's like, hey. He's like, are you married? I go, yeah. And he says, oh, you're very beautiful. I said, well, thank you very much. Yes, yeah, I am married. Yeah. I go, are you married? He goes, yep, I've been married for seven years. I said, well, you have me beat. I've been married for six. And he said, <laughs> what are you buying? I said, I'm actually buying an en- uh, engagement, or not an engagement, an anniversary present for yep. my husband. I uh-huh. said, what are you buying? And he goes, I'm buying earrings for my wife. I'm like, well, that's really nice. He's like, I can also buy earrings for my mistress as well. And I was like, what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I yeah. said, well, and I wondered if he, you know, because he knew I was married. I wondered if he thought because we're both married, like, hey, it's our secret. Well, it's okay if we're both married. It's, of course, because then you both have something to lose. It's an old tradition. And we're both and more apt to keep our mouth shut. Exactly. Because <laughs> if you if you married and you start having an affair with an unmarried person, there's attachment, and then the unmarried person wants to attach yourself to her or him. Mm, I thought that was very sneaky. So when I left, as I was leaving the store, I said, make sure you get her those really big ones because she deserves it, those earrings. That's, <laughs> like, a, that's well said, Angie. Naughty, naughty boy. Well, uh, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. we have a caller. Uh, we're going to take a call when we come back. We have a caller that wants to talk about still wearing their wedding ring, even mm-hmm. though they're no longer married. Let's go to that call when we return on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we were talking about Mel B from the Spice Girls. Simon's still wearing her wedding ring around. Um, and I was, you know, wondering if that's like a thing for a lot of people. And we have on the phone Saloma. Saloma. Hello. Hello. Saloma, Hi. where are you from? I am from Kentucky. Right on. Well, shout out to Kentucky and Saloma. Yes. Thank you so much for being a, such a huge fan of The Rendezvous. You wanted to comment on the wearing of the ring. What's going on with you? Well, I still wear mine. You know, my ex-husband and I, we are still friends. Ah, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I was going to say, Saloma, that as long as you're not looking for somebody else, then it's like, you you know, you, you're still kind of married, at least in the illustration sense of a ring. I'm curious, how long have you and your husband or ex-husband been divorced? Uh, four years. How is he feeling about you still wearing your ring does he know why and are you wanting to reconcile we had a difference about where we wanted to live actually i drive down to where he lives in memphis once a month and we spend a week together and oh, so I come back. you're still romantic um, the ooh la la uh, yes i am do you do you want to be remarried saloma to your husband i would you I would, would. so what's that the hold up does he want to be married to you as well again? Um, actually, he does. He has a business there, and he's 
still very money-oriented. So why can't you be with him where he is? We have a son, and to me, it's not a good place to raise a child. Can I you have possibly for here, Okay, so. the family is important, too. Is it possible that he could still do his business maybe in, a, in a, a safer suburb somewhere? I've told him about that, and I've asked him. He doesn't want to do it. And There's something going on here, Simon. It's, it's possible. Salam, if we, if we could speak to your husband, we would love to ask him Can these we, questions. Do you think he would speak with us? No, I, he's funny about stuff like that. I don't, okay. I don't think he would do maybe it. Not. That's yeah. fine. I, I hope that you guys can, can figure that out because I can, I can sense that you really want to be with him still. But she I is do. with him. I do. She, but, Saloma, you know, we wish you the sense. best. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so You're much, welcome. Saloma from Kentucky. We'll be back with more Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can hit us up anytime on the website, simonandangie.com. We'll yes. take email questions if you need any advice. Also, we're going to play Date or Dump, mm-hmm. and that is where you send in an email. Maybe you're on the fence about your relationship. You're not quite sure which way to go. Should I stay dating this person? Should I dump them? Simon and I will let you know. So let's do that right now. Date mm-hmm. or Dump. This comes from Rob from Lafayette, Indiana. He says, hey, Simon and Angie. This girl that I went on a date with last night was really cool, but I noticed that she was wearing an engagement ring. Of course, he's talking about that because that's what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I asked her about it, and she told me that it's fake, but she just wears it to keep guys from hitting on her. Seems kind of shady to me, so I wanted to know what you guys thought of it. Should I date or dump her? If you go out, Simon, and we did mention this, that I have known girls that go to bars that will wear engagement rings to they think it'll keep guys away from them. I said it doesn't work, really, because guys will hit on you anyway. I get hit on. I wear a ring. Um, Simon, but what would you think if you went out with a girl and she still had it on? I would think that by the time you guys sit down for dinner, she would have taken it off. Yeah. If a girl tells you she keeps a ring on to push away a man, mm-hmm. and that's the truth, and she tells you that, I think you have an opening. Right, it's like she's giving you an explanation of why right. a she's not married, two right. why she wears the ring, and three I think it's okay to ask her out. And yeah, so if, if it's a self protection thing. Yeah, because I listen, I've I, I, I'm I'm very uh, old school, and I have actually many times in my life said something to a woman without looking at her hand. Yeah. Then saw the ring, and I said, "Oh, I see. I'm sorry." And your you husband your is a lucky man. Yeah. <laughs> I said that. And, yeah, and, that's sweet. You know, even in the building we work in, yeah. I said that a couple months ago mm-hmm. to, to that woman. She actually was pregnant. So you say date or dump? I said date her. I say date her as well. I think that's a great thing that she's trying to, you know, stay keep herself safe and, yes. and if the, if it deters anybody then good for her hopefully you replace that ring one day yes rob continue to date and see where that goes bonne chance yes good luck good luck to you taking your calls right now 855-905-8255 this is the rendezvous with simon and angie this is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. We are coming to you from the Oulala studios. <laughs> Oulala is yes. in Ooh romance la la. and dating and love and oui. all those fun things. We, 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 we. We also are here for any calls if you have uh, some questions. Maybe you need some advice on your love life. 855 905 8255. Let's go to Margate, New Jersey. Margate, oh boy, we spent a lot of fun times in Margate, didn't we, Jill? <laughs> Mar- okay. Yeah, back right, in the guys. day. Oh, la la, you're back in the day. Back in the day. Margate, New Jersey. What's up, Zoe? Hey, um, totally irritated right now with my ex. 
he's like, hey, can I get that necklace back I bought for you like a year ago? Super Mm. cheap necklace, by the way. Don't even want to see the guy. I think he's just trying to find a reason for us to like meet and talk. So do I have to give him the necklace? It was cheap. Zoe. Peace is worth more than this cheap necklace, right? So if I were you, I would give back or leave back the necklace to a friend to give it back to him if you don't want to see him, and that's it. I would close the door forever. Because really, why keep a cheap necklace that you don't even care about? So, you know, even if you're irritated at him, find a way to give it back to and close the door. Then that's it. I totally disagree, Simon. You would keep the cheap necklace? <laughs> it's a gift. He gave it to her as a gift. Right? Why should you have to return a gift? You, you don't have mm. to. Uh, uh, gentlemen don't ask for gifts, for gifts exactly. back. Exactly. You shouldn't ask. But between having peace in the house and a cheap necklace that she's not going to wear, give back the necklace. Tell him you threw it away. Just say it but was cheap, it so I threw it away. another way <laughs> for him to just stay in my life? That's what I'm thinking. I, like, well, I feel like if it's I... not the necklace, it'll be something else. So, yeah, right. So, like, what if she gives it back and then he says, well, hey, um, I need to see you for this or I want back the socks I left at your house. I agree, but I think Zoe doesn't have to see him to give it back. Her best friend can give it back to him. He can drop it at his mailbox or anywhere. You don't have to see him. So he'll understand. But you, you can, I mean, if it were me, let's say, what would it be? A girl would give me something like a baseball cap or something. I would give it back in a minute because I don't care. You don't care. I want the peace. Uh, I just am afraid that he's... It's very petty on his part, but you can't control what other people do. You know, if he's going to be petty, he's going to be petty. I just don't want him to keep bugging her for this, that, and the other thing. I don't either. But he could do that regardless. Yeah, I think she she shouldn't meet... Zoe shouldn't meet her ex. No, don't meet him. But I think Zoe can return the necklace, the cheap necklace she's not going to wear. It's like bad karma. Send this, this thing back to him. Is he trying? Is he trying to get together with you so that he can get it back? Like, hey, meet me for lunch and bring that necklace type I, thing. I think he's just kind of spiteful and he wants to find any way to stay in contact. Mm. So well, there is one I magic. Like, it's like bad negotiator. No, there is one magic sentence, Zoe. Just say, "What's the, the necklace return?" Say, "Please, from now on, leave me alone." That's it. And do, and do you have any other things that he's ever given you or anything that he could ask for? I would take everything that he's ever bundle given you up. then. Yeah, just bundle it all yeah. up so he can't keep coming back for more. Yeah. Like, let's by close the way, uh, you forgot this, this, and this. Have a good yeah. night. Yes. Yeah. And be done with it. And tell him to leave you alone. That's, that's yeah, make that clear. I've used that every time I needed to. It's very clear. People leave you alone. They don't know what to say to that. Right. Okay. I know. That's a good one. Thanks, guys. Good luck, Zoe. Bonne chance. Bonne chance. Go buy yourself a nice new necklace that's not cheap, okay? (laughs) Right. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thank you, Zoe. If you need advice from Simon Marcel, the French romance expert. Angie Taylor, the beautiful American realist. The realist. I try to keep it real. 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we just talked with someone who said that her ex wants the was a necklace back that he gave her. Yep. And I think a lot of times it can be somebody, you know, just trying to see you one more time when they're asking for stuff back. What do you think, Simon, if, you know, you, you go through a divorce, do you give the ring back or if you break an engagement? I know there's some rules there. Or do you think you should give any gifts back that you received during your relationship? No. I don't think so. A no. gift is a gift, right? Exactly. I, I think if I gave anything, I don't want it back. I don't want it back either. Ever. 
it, there's a reason I gave it to you. Yeah, it was a, it was that moment in time. It was genuine, right? And it came from my heart, and I wanted it to, for you to have it, keep it. I don't understand, and I know some people don't agree with me. I don't know how you feel about that, but because you're not together anymore, you should give back ring, gift, it, stuff like well, that. Well, the relationship happened. You yes. can't give that relationship back. So why would you give back? Those were given in in the moment, and I agree with you. I had <laughs> I had one day. Nobody's ever given me back anything I've given them. However, uh, I did break up with a guy once. We mm-hmm. dated for like a year, mm-hmm. and I moved away. We broke up, and he got really angry with me and ripped up every single picture of us, put them in an envelope, and mailed it to me. I was like, this is very. Angry That's and aggressive. Vicious. Yeah. It's vicious. Don't you think? I had a girlfriend, but I was 17, and she sent me back all the love letters I wrote her. Aww. So I was very, very crushed, and then she apologized a year later and asked me for it back, and I said no. Too late. Too late. See, now that's another reason. Oh, I'm so sorry. I said, I I can't give it back to you anymore. I still have them. It comes off very petty. So if you don't want it in your life, just throw it away. Yeah. Don't send it back. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. This is Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, our website, simonandangie.com. You mm-hmm. can send in an email to us anytime. We'll answer your questions, give you some advice. Right now, we're going to do that with Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Yes, bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. So many people want advice from our French romance expert. This comes from Tracy from Reading, Pennsylvania. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Tracy. I have a problem with my husband that's kind of embarrassing. I know he watches porn, mm-hmm. and I I suggested that we watch together so it could spice some things up in our relationship. But he said he doesn't want to because the girls are skanky in porn and he doesn't want to think of me as a skanky porn star. I'm bored with the way things are, though, in the bedroom. What should I do? Well, I'm going to try to say it very poetically. It's because it's his me, myself, and I moment. His release. His private time. It, Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's a satisfaction that he needs the privacy for his mind to work towards the fantasy of what he's watching. If there is reality when he's doing this, he just can't, you know, enjoy the fantasy. He can't it's, separate the two. He can't still have those private times and then share some with her. My advice would be to do two things, to to do a 50-50. Sometimes he's watching porn alone and sometimes he selects porn that you guys can watch together mm-hmm. where he's comfortable with it. Yeah, he's saying he doesn't want to, but... but he doesn't want her to watch what he's really watching. It's not about the uh, skanky woman. It's about the maybe, kind of porn he's watching. Maybe he's into so, some really freaky stuff that he's embarrassed about. Probably, or, or something, you know, it, she, he just doesn't want Tracy to know. So I suggest that Tracy is right. When it's boring, it's time to spice it up. Mm-hmm. He, you still give him his me, myself, and I alone time yes. to him, and then you tell him, select some porns for us together yeah. to spice things up. You pick. So How about that? It's a win-win for everybody. Let him pick you guys need to come you know have more conversations about Whoa. it but yeah try that i like that advice simon that's great okay great Thank we're, we're going to talk more about uh this part of relationships can more porn more sexy time all that porn be healthy mm-hmm. in relationships some people are very against it some people love it let's talk about question. that yeah when we come back on the rendezvous with simon and angie Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're taking your calls at 855-905-8255. We were talking before uh, the break about a woman who said that she wants to watch 
porn with her husband. She sees him doing it. He doesn't want to include her. I'm wondering, you know, what the hangups are about porn sometimes, because I know for some people it's a great tool. You know, sometimes if things get a little dull, Mm -hmm. you've been together for a while, it's a great way to spice things up again. But some people are so against it. Have you ever, Simon, in your relationships been with a woman that was just very anti-porn? We are not watching any of that. I don't like it. I refuse. Uh, once or twice, mm-hmm. rarely. Do you know what the reason is for that with women? Why some women are very against it? Do you think it's a religious thing? Do you feel like they're offended because maybe they feel like the women are being objectified or or what it could be? It's, it's it, a jealousy it's thing. That it's that, Angie. It's exactly that. Objectify. It's the jealousy factor. It's the fact that what happens if your man is more turned on by what he's looking on the iPad or the or the screen mm-hmm. than what you guys do together. And there's also, I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong as a woman, something of level where the the, the vulgarity or, 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 or the roughness or mm-hmm. can be offensive because you're not naturally like that. You're but, not, you're right. You're not, you're but, not. Some but, other people are. Right. And so you don't want to look at it. Well, I think, see, and that's the, the thing. I think that women are different from men where we have a hard time compartmentalizing uh, sex, so porn, from everyday life, from love. Like, they, they, there's a very gray area there. I think more like a man in those terms where I can compartmentalize sex and love and my relationship and, and, and things like that. But um, I also believe, you know, the, the women that are doing porn, porn is not illegal. This is a this is a, not an illegal job. They chose to do this. I mean, they're getting paid for it. It's it's what they want to do. I'm sure there's a lot of psychological things. It's another story, but that's their life and their choice. And I feel like it can be a, a good tool as well. If if you know, there have been times where I've watched you know with my husband and been like, wow, I can't like do that. Is he? Does he want me to? Hmm. But I, I take it as a learning tool. Sometimes I could, you know, learn new tricks. And- That's the plus. Yeah. But the minus is for the younger people, uh, who are watching porns way too early in life. Right. Teenagers should never. You know, see those images at 12, 13, 15. Well, I think that's a danger because they, I think they believe that that's what sex is always supposed it, to be like. That, it, that's my point. And so that's the problem is that I have nephews and nieces and, and that are 13, 12. 15, we talked about that was in Paris for that long weekend. And then my nephew is 14, so, you know, I've seen that in porn. I said, but you don't have the maturity. To know and the she difference. doesn't either. Yeah. This, you know, when, when I was 14, I've never seen any porn at the time. And so, you know, you discover lovemaking first by making out a kiss and then first base, second base, and so on. Right. That was the way it was. Right. Now you can look on the screen and see. It's so different. And, and it's on demand. And, it, and it's an acting. Right. We, women... Oh man, it's it's not like they always like that. They are paid to show you yeah. they like it. And if you're not experienced, I think you but, could confuse that that is you know what is expected every single time, and that's not the norm. This is fantasy. The, this is acting. The the, the 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 good of porn, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is I like the adults can do whatever they want, watch whenever whatever they want because it's they consult consent. You can separate consent. it. Yes, yes. And, and, but the very ugly and dangerous of porn is for the next generation after us, Angie. People that are 13, 12, 11, and learning sexuality through heavy-duty, hardcore pornography. Well, and that's something I want to talk to you about when we come back. I want to talk about how it's desensitized people 
into, you know, what they believe sex is supposed to be and wanting the next level, the higher, the higher, the higher. So let's talk about that. Yeah, let's do that. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about the adult films, Mm -hmm. the porn, whether it's a good tool for your relationship or if it can be damaging. And, you know, we were talking about how it's so not what it's really like. It's just supposed to be kind of fantasy and, and porn is so different now. It's like crazy like there's some of it's violent and there's just like things like i've never seen anybody do that okay that's a thing now uh some of these tricks but there's a new study and i was talking about being desensitized Mm -hmm. um because that's not really real life but there's a new study that says more than fifty thousand participants found that men who watch porn in an intimate relationship are more likely to be less satisfied with their sex life and their partner the reason for that is because if they're watching it, uh, they're either already unhappy in their relationship or they're disappointed with their sex life because porn has given them an unrealistic expectation of what it should be like. And then you get with your girlfriend who just, you know, maybe is, you know, regular, vanilla, normal, so, lovey romance, and she's not doing all these tricks and things that they see. But there is something that um, for every woman to remember, there's nothing better than... To make love to a woman. Yes. A man alone watching. It's not the same. You never get the so same. So never yeah. be afraid that porn is better than you. Cannot be. Right. The difference is men are visual. Porn mm-hmm. gives men access to more and more brutal and violent scenes. And we get so used to it and we need more and more and more. So that's the one thing. Women who are not so visual at all but emotional work differently. Yeah. So f- that so it, most women it doesn't work like that. That's why they're shocked when they see men spending so much time watching right. porn. Right. And there is one thing G when you were 15, 16 and 17, how did you learn about all that? I uh, want to know. Okay, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll tell you how, how I learned was about for it. You. Yes, for sure, because things are so different now. It's so accessible to kids, it younger is. generation, but not when we were growing up. So let's talk about that. Let's do that when we come back on the rendezvous. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been talking a lot about the the porn industry and using porn as a tool in your relationship. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? What what sort of pitfalls uh, can come of that? And we were talking about how you know kids today coming up, it's so easily accessible. It's on the computer. It's on your phone. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's inevitable they're going to see it younger, and it's so different. And does it desensitize them for when they're older and in actual relationships? So so when you said that, you know, we just talked about that. I said to you, Angie, even though I'm older than you, how did you learn when you were, you know, between the age of 16 and 18? And how did you learn about sex and love and lovemaking? Well, the first time I ever saw um, anything of that at all was my father read Playboys like a lot of people's dads did. And he wasn't very good about like hiding them anywhere. They were just kind of out sometimes. And so that's the first time I saw like a naked woman in a magazine and I was like, oh, so it piques your interest, of course. Then, you know, you get your crazy stories from your friends that are usually 99% inaccurate. Um, Give me an example. So your girlfriends would have said what? um, They they would talk about things that they had done but they never really had. Just making up, you know, stories. Um, And then once I started dating, um, you know, I dated my high school boyfriend. He was my first when I was 17. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of, I guess, I've learned as I've gone along. I dated older men um, that were more experienced than me that I learned from. Yep, so yep. that's, what about you? 
Uh, I, you know, I learned early on uh, with my, my first girlfriend. I was 14, so I started mm-hmm. much, and uh, she was older than me. Mm-hmm. And that's how I learned. Uh, and also, I remember reading in Playboy, there were stories. Yeah. You would read, you would read them? Yeah, I would read so them. So that's really I, it was true? My, it was my Guys reading, actually my reading. read? I did read those, <laughs> those sexy stories. I never I believed 50. it. No, I no. did. It, but it piques your interest, for it, sure. It did. It gave me some directions, and that's how I've learned to love and make love. If it were only so innocent anymore, it really isn't. Oh, <laughs> no, forget it. But there's, not even, there's no stories anymore. No, exactly. Well, we're going to take some calls right now. Uh, phone lines are open for you. Give us a call, 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we've been talking about uh, the nasty, not nasty, but the X-rated, the porn movies, okay? And how they equate to your relationship. Are they a part of your relationship? Do you use them as a tool? Do you find them repulsive? We're taking calls on it as well. 855-905-8255. Let's go to Trenton, New Jersey. This is Alex on the line. Hey, Alex. How you guys doing? We're doing good. How are you, Alex? I've been a little better. Just going through the. It's funny. I turn on the radio, listen to you guys, and it's literally what's going on in my life right now. The conversations about porn or fights about it. What's going on? Uh, pretty much. Okay, my girlfriend actually used my computer, and I didn't think nothing of it. So her computer had died. She was doing something online, and she actually used mine. Uh, used my laptop, and oh. she was on it. And while she was <laughs> on it, she like I guess when she typed in the website she was going to. Mm-hmm. One of my frequently used websites popped up, and she got mm-hmm. mad, and it caused like this big argument because she was mad that I look at porn sites. Like I, I guess she looks at it as a form of cheating. I personally don't see it as a form of cheating. I just look at it as self entertainment, and right. she didn't see it like that. So, so it caused a really, uh, really big fight. To me, that was about nothing, and. I kind of laughed at a little bit of it, so she kind of got a little upset. Mm, see, that's part of the problem, though. You can't laugh because even though it <laughs> seems ridiculous to you, and you know, I mean, it's I'm, very I'm, ridiculous. I'm, I don't I, know I, these I'm with you. Watch. I'm with you. I think Simon and I can both agree that we understand that we don't we don't think of it as a bad thing, at least on this show. I don't think, but um, for it, it, her feelings are her feelings, regardless of if you think they're ridiculous or not. You have to listen and try to be understanding to somebody's feelings because if 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 I'm feeling, even though you think it's irrational, I don't think it's irrational. It's the way I feel. So maybe at least start from there and try to understand why. But what do you say, Simon? I, I, listen, uh, in the definition of cheating, it always takes actually a person. Uh, you know, so without a person to communicate. Without another person well, yeah, to do it with. Well, yeah, how can you be cheating? I mean, I understand even if it's like an emotional cheating, then you have to talk to the person. Watching right. porn, you're not talking to nobody. Right. You, you, you it's watch, images. Yes. So I think you have to reassure her that because you're not touching, kissing, talking, communicating, making love, or have There's any. There's no relationship. No, you're just watching a, a movie, number one. Number two, it's not against her. You're not cheating. Don't let anybody say that watching porn is cheating. Yeah, it's there's not. A, and, and it's, there's such a shame and a guilt that's attached to that when people make you feel like you're cheating because you're looking at an image. And, and I think that just goes so far back in our society, and but, that's a religious thing or a, a cultural thing, whatever it is. But why but does she think it's cheating is what because I'm— Because she feels maybe that the desire that any man has, I mean, a sexual reaction to watching porn because we're visual, visual men's— uh, he has desires for other women that than he'll her. Act on it? And no, no, no. Just that he has desire 
you know, for another woman or other women than right. her. Right. Because what you watch porn, you have excitement. You have, a, but you have a desire for your own release. That doesn't mean you have a desire to be with other but people. But you find somebody else attractive that you're looking at. But naked. we're human. We're human. I, I understand, yeah, Angie, but yeah. I think some women who are a little bit insecure mm -hmm. or very old school mm -hmm. do not appreciate men looking at other women. How does he talk to his girlfriend? Because he's laughing at her, and I don't think that's the No, right no, way. do not no, it mo wasn't, It wasn't so much of laughing. It was more or less like she was upset, and she was like, what, you, what is all this? And I was like, yo, it's just a couple of porn sites that I, I look at. Well, how dare you look at porn sites? I was like, it's just porn. Like, it wasn't like I'm laughing at her. It was like a... Kind trying of to lighten the mood or like what's the big deal and okay. she was like oh you're this is cheating that means i'm not uh, uh satisfying you sexually and you have to go elsewhere i'm not doing my job and she started mm. like yelling i was like whoa like and i listened to her and i was like yo calm down it's not that big of a deal it's just some porn so i would just like we just said you can quote you know angie and i that unless you you see the person in reality you kiss the person touch the person you know, make love to the person, flirt with the person. This is not cheating. It's a fantasy. Let me ask, would you watch it with her if she was interested in watching it with you? Yes, of course. Well, why don't you approach it that way? Say, hey, I want it, so you know what I'm looking at and you don't get so upset or get these ideas in your head, why don't you come see what I'm looking at? Who knows what that'll lead to? It could be fun. All right? Okay. I will. Alex? I I'll talk to her when I get off work tonight. Yeah, with we, respect. We wish you the best of luck. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I love the topics that we had on the show tonight. If you missed any of them, hit up simonandangie.com. You can listen back to all the podcasts of our show tonight. We talked about uh, returning gifts that you get. We talked about wearing the wedding ring even after you're maybe divorced. And we did talk about using pornography, the porn movies, as a tool in your marriage based on a call that we got earlier. And you had a great Simon Says Thanks, that went along with that. I said watching porn in a relationship is like walking a tightrope. It's a fine line. It's a fine, it's a line. fine line. So you don't want to blur those lines. <laughs> no, blurred lines, you know. Oh. Blur the lines. Oh, you don't want to What blur did you think line. I said? Do you think I was getting naughty? Yeah, I thought I, so. I no, think. I think I think it can be a tool yes. if it's used correctly. Like you said, it's a tightrope you got to walk. But I love that. And you know, besides uh, hearing back <laughs> on that conversation at SimonAndAngie.com, you can also check out Simon Marcel's amazing show on the FYI channel. Yeah, thanks, Angie. Yeah, yeah. Every Tuesday, and now it's all on our SimonAndAngie.com. All the episodes. Grant Madness. Mm -hmm. and, and those are key questions. You know, we, we talk about it with Angie here on the show and with you, with you calls and all that, or the emails. It's the same thing on in, in bed. You just see the couple's reaction. Look at their face, their movement. You're going to have to. So that's kind of the difference. Yeah, you're going to have to, when you record next time, do a segment about what we talked about today, the porn stuff and the relationships. So I think that's a yeah, good question. I think question. it's a great topic, and we'll make sure we do that. For sure. Okay, so go check that out. Lots to see on our website, simonandangie.com. Thanks for being with us tonight. This is The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.